His love is fresh for you every single morning. And I feel to cement that upon you both and upon beautiful Cora today. His love and His mercies is very, very real to you both. Should we pray for Cora? I wonder, maybe, Gillian, could you? Thank you. <laughs> Need a few extra hands. We'll try and hold. Thank you. Well, would you like to stand? Shall we stand together? If you're watching online today, you could stand if you like. Isn't she beautiful? I've got a little girl. (laughs) She's beautiful. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your darling, darling daughter, your precious maiden, Cora. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this darling girl. Heavenly Father, I ask for your protection over her as we say thank you and we hand her to you. We dedicate her to you today. Heavenly Father, have your way in her life. Thank you for your protection about her every single day. Thank you for your amazing love reminded to her every single day. Your mercies reminded to her every single day. Thank you for your wisdom imparted to not only Cora, but also upon her parents. I thank you for wisdom imparted to them every day. I thank you for extra patience as well, Lord, for parents, for for that wisdom and patience and your love reminded to them every single day. May your presence be known in their lives, in Cora's life. May your presence be tangible, be very real. I thank you for your nearness to them every single day. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And thank you for the plans and the purpose that you have for Cora. I ask for your protection around them. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Got a little certificate here for you. Thank you, Pam. Just um, really felt I just had a word of encouragement and uh, I just saw that Cora is going to be um, a strong-willed young lady. I don't know whether you've seen that in her yet. Maybe Yes, maybe. Parents can identify with that. Um, but she's going to be a, um, a young lady that actually makes new possibilities for you as a family, like someone who kind of opens up new possibilities um, in the future. So, yeah, when you see that strong-willed nature in her, know that God's going to use that in her to do amazing things. It's awesome. Let's give them a clap, shall we? It's great. Fantastic. Would you like to turn your eyes and watch the video news? If you're in the room, please be seated. If you're at home, uh, be seated. That's great. church family you're welcome to activate church here's what you need to know activate church is a part of a wider movement named x churches new zealand and we have the amazing privilege of hosting an x regional gathering yeah and this is happening tomorrow night 7 30 p.m and we would love to see every single one of you Young adults, don't forget that Nohotahi is just around the corner. Yeah, come on. And so make sure you get your regios in and it's going to be an amazing time connecting with God and with one another. I'm very excited to share that we have Activate Youth Camp coming up come very on. soon. It is happening from the 1st to the 3rd of October and it is called Chosen. Come on, what does it mean to be chosen yeah. by God? That's what we're going to be looking into. Daz Chettler is going to be joining us and it's going to be an amazing time. For more info on all these events, make sure you go to the info desk or check out our website. Hey, that's all the notices for today. Bless you. Good morning, church. 
Um, just in case you don't know our names, my name is Maria and this is Ruby, and we have the opportunity to share on communion this morning. Um, so as the host team, come around and pass on the emblems. Um, I encourage you to take them in your own time. Um, so as Ruby and I um, were preparing this week to lead us all in worship, um, there were two words that Jesus put on our hearts, remembrance and recalibration. And um, so when we were asked to do communion, we were surprised it all fell into place. It all worked out. And so during this time, I'm going to share on a little bit on remembrance and then Ruby will share on what God has put on her heart around recalibration. And then we'll invite you all to sing with us. Do this in remembrance of me. Remembrance is at the center of communion, but I have to admit, I don't always know what I'm remembering. As a pastor's kid who spent most of my life in church, I often find myself, I catch myself feeling like this process is so tedious and repetitive. We've been doing the same thing again and again and again for years and years and generations. And as guilty as I feel about feeling these things, I, I sometimes sit there and wonder, Jesus, what is it that you want me to remember? I'm sorry, I'm just today, I'm with the busyness of life, with everything that's going on, I'm just not as moved as I want to be. So this week, I sat down and I asked, Jesus, you say, remember me. Remember what? And I felt him say, I don't want you to just remember that I died for you. I want you to remember that I lived. So we remember that He lived for us. God, who holds the universe in the palm of His hand, became a fetus. The unfathomable God, who lacks no knowledge, had to learn to walk. God who is without any limit, God who lacks nothing, subjected himself to carnal weaknesses so that he felt tired, he felt hungry, he felt stressed, he sometimes was so overwhelmed he had to isolate himself, he felt lonely, he knew what it was to feel betrayed, he knew what it was to make mistakes, to stub his toe, to get a runny nose when he was sick. All of this, just so that when we're lonely, when we're tired, when we're stressed, when we're overwhelmed, when we feel betrayed, He can say, hey, I know, I've been there, I understand. He did it so that He could be close to me and be close to you. So as we take our emblems, I encourage us all to remember His flesh, His blood, his humanity, the humble life he chose to live just so he could say, I get it and I know you and I'm close to you. And when we remember, it's an active participation in our relationship with God. And so when I was praying into this gathering, I got the picture of a car GPS, um, and how many of us know that Google Maps is not always the most reliable. Sometimes you'll find yourself straying off the course. Remembering allows God to recalibrate our hearts, to reorient, to bring back, to come home. And in the busyness of life, in the hustle and bustle, it's so easy to just meander. But God has called us home. Allow this moment of stillness and attentiveness to recalibrate your heart.
Jesus longs to be a part of your life. He longs to not just be a Sunday. He longs to be more than a moment. He longs to be represented in your life. He's our role model for leadership. He's our role model for worship. He's our role model of how to be a Christian in a broken world. So let him be your reference. Let his life, the way he lived, be a reference for how you live yours. Thank God that he uses imperfect people. But we are imperfect people that serve a perfect father. Later in the song, we sing the words, If ever I should lose my way, if ever I deny your grace, remind me of the price you paid. Lord, would you remind us? Lord, would you call us back? Would you reorient us? If ever I should lose my way, if ever I deny your grace, remind me of the price you as a declaration. Spirit 
to respond to the Holy Spirit right now, to breathe back to Him, to breathe the air that He is in. We lift our holy tongues to You, God. We lift our voices to You, God. celebration together. It's, it's something like a birthday and there are many gifts that are on offer. There's a gift of grace. There's a gift of forgiveness. Gift of joy. All wonderful gifts. But into the celebration comes not a gift but comes a person. You know if it's your birthday or whatever and you didn't know that your brother or sister was arriving and they just arrive unannounced. Isn't that the gift that champions all the other gifts? If you're at home, you know, online, can you imagine that? That 
maybe your, your brother or your sister comes and they're overseas. You didn't even know it was possible for them to be able to come, but they're there in the midst. And today, the Holy Spirit is here in our midst. He comes as the gift into our midst. And let's celebrate Him as we just sing this chorus again as the Holy Spirit, the gift comes, the gift giver comes into our midst that we might understand a further revelation of who God is, of who Jesus is, of the wonders and mysteries of God's grace. Let's champion in that. the Holy Spirit this morning. Let's welcome Him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're in our midst. Thank you that you indwell us. Thank you for the revelation that you'll bring us today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. If you're in the room, you may be seated. If you're at home, please be seated. Wonderful to have you with us. It gives me a great privilege to introduce our speaker this morning. And this is a person who just champions the presence of the Holy Spirit and loves the Holy Spirit. When I think about this person, I think of a person who loves being in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And so I'd like you to welcome our own Pastor Jen to come and bring us the message this morning. Let's give her a welcome. Atamarie. Good morning. I do. I love Holy Spirit. I do. What a delight to talk about Him this morning. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I think um, Pastor Michael's already said Sheridan is in Tuaco this morning. So bless Tuaco campus and Jay's in North Campus this morning. So bless North Campus this morning as well. Sheridan's going to be here tonight speaking around Ascension Gifts. That's going to be great. Yeah, very good. And wow, Holy Spirit is not only here, but he has been with us all week, every single moment. And it's been a great week. I don't know about you, that I'm sure you've got lots and lots of stories from your week this past week. I pray that if it has been a tough week as well, that you have known Holy Spirit's presence with you. But I, I got to be at the, um, the Activate business launch. That was great. Wednesday night, I think it was. Well done to you, team. That was a fantastic evening, Wednesday night. If you are business-minded, if you are, own a business, if you're a business manager or, or anything at all, if you want to go into business, this is for you. Fantastic. Great to be able to spend time with business-minded people and hang out together. There's a number of meetings that are coming up, gatherings. Then um, go onto the website, check it out. Go in or f go to the info desk afterwards as well. You can find out more info there. Great, great night. Plus, I heard... Wednesday lunchtime was campus gathering at ATC. Pastor Michael and Jay were there, and I heard that there was a healing. Isn't that cool? Come on. Well, Wednesday lunchtime. Yeah, maybe there was a healing taking place wherever you were in your, in your uh, workplace or neighborhood as well, fantastic. I know that God was at work where, wherever you were because if you're in relationship with him, then he is with you and, well, anything can happen. And I heard yesterday, healing rooms. It was fantastic morning, a busy morning at healing rooms and God encountered several people, healing people, encountering them with his love. Isn't that wonderful? Fantastic. He is at work. Yeah, yeah, let's give him a hand. <laughs> he is awesome. He is wonderful. 
Thank you, Kit. Well, t- yeah, there are two. There's two baptisms. So last week, who was here last week? You heard Jay last week and there were water baptisms. Maybe you're here this morning and you were water baptised. That is fantastic. A great morning here. I was over at North Campus last Sunday morning. There were water baptisms happening there. It was a wonderful morning and, and Pastor Chrissy was speaking at Tuoco on water baptisms. Fantastic. It, God is at work. <laughs> there are... Two baptisms, water baptism and baptism in the Holy Spirit. I, I hear that you're getting baptised too, Yolanda. Yeah, fantastic. There are more water baptisms happening in November. You can sign up for that. Go to the website, fill out the form. It's all going to happen in November. Excited for that. Awesome. So, two baptisms. And I'm, I'm going to speak around the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So, let's go to Mark 1, verse 8. I, John, that is John, baptize you with water, but Jesus, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Baptism in the Holy Spirit. And then John 14, 26 says, but when the Father sends, this is Jesus speaking, when the Father sends the the advocate, did you know that advocate means champion? That's cool. Your champion. He champions you. When Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. That's pretty awesome, isn't it? We go over to the next chapter in chapter uh, in John chapter 15, and Jesus talks about remaining in him, hanging out with him, stay connected. It's really important, stay connected with him. But we know that Jesus is going. Well, we know this side of it. Anyway, we know Jesus is going. Anyway, Jesus starts, he knows he's going. He's, he's going ascending to the Father. Chapter 16 of John, he starts to talk more about Holy Spirit. Chapter 17 of John, I encourage you to read it. It's wonderful. Chapter 17 is so wonderful. He prays for you. He prays for me. Jesus prays for us. And then in John chapter 18, Jesus is betrayed. And uh, wasn't that fantastic before? Maria and Ruby did a fantastic job of leading us around communion. Thank you, beautiful ladies. This is where Jesus was betrayed in John 18, and he starts his journey to the cross. He lived and he died for, for you and I because of his great love, because of Father's great love. He died and he rose again three days later, breaking the power of sin and death. Wonderful. Sacrificing his life in, in my place, in our place. So after the resurrection takes place, Jesus comes back and he spends a little more time with his mates, with his mate, the disciples. And then we go to Luke 24, 49. And then Jesus is hanging out with them. And he says, and now I will send the Holy Spirit just as my father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. Whew. I like that. Wonderful. Before we go any further, do you have a relationship with Holy Spirit? Do you have a relationship with Holy Spirit? I am delighted to say that I have a relationship with Holy Spirit today. Some of you may be thinking, well, I don't know, who is Holy Spirit? Who is he? Can I tell you, he is God Almighty. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three in one, a wonderful supernatural phenomenon. Three in one. He is God Almighty. Holy Spirit is God Almighty. He is a member of the Trinity. In the Lord's Prayer, the Lord's Prayer says, Our Father, most of us will know the Lord's Prayer, Our Father, who art in heaven. Do you know that the original Greek language translates that line as our Father who is in the very air that I breathe. Holy Spirit, God Almighty, is in the very air that we breathe. How about we take a deep breath right now? 
He's as close as that. He is with you right now. He is near to each one of us. In the very air that we breathe, there's a couple of words, ruach and pneuma. The Holy Spirit is known as pneuma. The Greek word pneuma. It's in the very air that we breathe. He is omnipresent, which means everywhere. He is with you. You know, like it is with breath, like we just breathed, and wind, like we feel, and when our hair gets tossed in the wind, if we have hair, or our clothing gets dried in the wind. The wind is very real, isn't it? The air that we breathe is very real, yet we can't physically see wind and the breath that we breathe. We can't physically see that. And most of the time, I know some people have had, had seen God, but most of the time we cannot see him with our physical eye, yet his presence is very, very real. He is very, very real just as real as in the very air that you breathe. He is in the very air that we breathe. So what is he like? What's his nature like? Who is this Holy Spirit and what is he like? So here at Activate, we've been going through the book of Luke. We've spent a little bit of time going through the book of Luke in the past couple of years. And we've looked at Jesus and we've looked at Jesus' nature, you know, wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. So we needed to know what Jesus is like to be like Jesus. Well, Jesus actually reflects Holy Spirit's nature. He, God, Almighty Father, Almighty God, Father God, He reflects His nature. So if we look at Jesus, or well, most of us here at Activate will know His nature. He's a few words that I wrote down that can't describe all of what He is like. But a few words are gracious, loving, forgiving, caring, strong, passionate, servant heart, self-sacrificing, wise, fun, extravagant. Gives us a little idea of Holy Spirit's nature. And I can say today I have a wonderful relationship with him, with Holy Spirit. A little bit of my story. I grew up in a Christian home and I honour my, my parents for raising us in the ways of God. I had a childlike faith, really childlike faith. I loved talking to God to Jesus. At night time, I would pray for a long time because I would say, I love you, Barry, 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 Barry. And I would go on for a while, Barry, Barry much. And I loved him. Maybe also I didn't want to go to sleep, but I loved talking to him. I loved worshipping him. I loved singing to him. I loved Jesus. And at the age of seven, I had a significant dream, a significant vision of Jesus. I'm not going to share that this morning. I may some other time. But a beautiful dream vision that has stayed with me right till this day. At the age of 12, I went to a youth camp. It, from this church, actually. I went to youth camp. Can I encourage you, parents or grandparents, get your youth to youth camp. Get your youth to the youth camp. And a young adults camp, get along to young adults camp. God will encounter us. If we go and we set that time aside, God will encounter you. I went to youth camp and there was, I think it was my very first one. And there was a, um, a time for, you know, saying if you want to come to the front and receive baptism the Holy Spirit. And so I went to the front going, well, well, if there's more, I want more. And so I was up the front there and I received baptism the Holy Spirit at the age of 12 and I began to speak in the heavenly language or tongues as we might know it as. I remember going home and I remember practicing quietly in my bedroom 
practicing that heavenly language with my heavenly Father, Holy Spirit, Jesus, pouring out my heart to him, pouring out my love to him in that heavenly language. Now, I've got to admit that over the years, in my later teens, in my, um, in my 20s, maybe into my 30s, that I have let that wane a little bit. I've let that die off a little bit. There's been seasons in my life that I haven't pressed into. I haven't pushed into God. I haven't been pouring out my heart to him. I haven't been praying to him. I haven't been praying and that practicing that heavenly language with him. I haven't been seeking him when things have been tough. There has been seasons in my life that I may have stepped back a, a little bit. And I didn't quite push in like I needed to. And the Word of God actually says, keep on seeking. Keep on asking. Keep on knocking. Keep on, keep on, keep on. And I've got to say that when the times, the seasons that I have actually pushed in, that I've actually cried out, that I've actually spoken out in tongues, in heavenly language, I've sung, I've, I've prayed, I've, I've, and I've prayed in English, I've sung in English, I've sung in, in heavenly language, I, when I've asked him and I've sought him, I've got to say that every single time I have done that, I have been uplifted. Every single time, every single time that I have done that, I have been uplifted, especially when I step into the heavenly language, especially when I step into that, I have been uplifted. But there have been times when I have maybe spiraled a little bit, when I've pulled back a little bit and I haven't done that on a daily basis. You know, the Word of God, it says, 1 Corinthians 14.4 says, a person who speaks in tongues or heavenly language is strengthened personally. It is the truth, and I can testify to that. It is the truth. Every single time I step into, step out in the heavenly language, I am strengthened personally. And I came across this scripture in, in Jude 1, 20. Catch up with myself. I'm going the, pushing the wrong button. They'll try going forward instead of backwards. There we go. Jude 1, 20 to 22 says, But you, dear friends, must build each other up. Do you build each other up? Yes, I hope so. There's one person that said yes. <laughs> must build each other up in your most holy faith and pray in the power of the Holy Spirit and await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will bring you eternal life. Isn't that good? In this way, it says, in this way, you will keep yourselves safe in God's love. In this way, build each other up, pray in the power of the Holy Spirit, and in this way, you will keep yourselves safe in God's love. Whoa! Then the next verse says, and you must show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. So if we don't build each other up, which is good, Hebrews, in Hebrews it says that we do not neglect meeting together and encouraging one another. We need to build each other up. But we've also got to pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. Those two together and we will be kept safe in God's love. Then show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. If we're not doing those two, our faith will waver. I can testify to that. Because the times when I have pulled back a bit, my faith starts to waver. Anyone here testify to that? Your faith will waver. Practice those two. Encourage one another. Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit daily, daily, every single day so you will be kept safe in God's love. For me today, I can say that I speak with the Holy Spirit every single day. Every single day. 
I listen to him. I cry out to him. I ask him for help every day. As I listen to the word, as I read the word, he, he, he highlights the truth to me. He highlights those words of truth, especially for me. I'm aware of his presence every single day. I'm aware of his empowering to me every day. I cry out for his empowering every day. I receive it every day. I'm aware of his discernment every day. He gives us discernment. He gives us wisdom. He gives me wisdom every day. He imparts peace to me and he reminds me of his love for me. He fills me with joy and hope. He enables me to encourage others. His power flows through me every day. He anoints me to minister. I love him. And he loves me. Are you in relationship with the Holy Spirit? How about we turn to Acts chapter 1. Verses 4 to 5 and verse 8. Once when he was eating with them, that's Jesus, he has risen from the dead. Once when he was eating with them, he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised, as I told you before. John baptized with water, but in just a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Do you know that straight after this, the very next verse, if you have a look in your Bibles, Jesus is taken up into heaven after he shared that. He, he spoke to them and then he ascends into heaven to the Father. He has done his deed. He, he has, he's, he's fought right to the very end. He's risen again and he ascends. And, and then there's two guys in white appear to them. And, you know, they're like, whoa, these two guys in white. And obviously they're angels. And, and the angels say to them, what are you looking at? Why are you staring up at the sky? And, you know, go, you need to go and wait. But then he says, Jesus is coming back in the same way. But anyway, I thought, man, Jesus shared with us. He shared with us. I'm sending Holy Spirit. Then he ascends. And I thought, around, I thought that reminded me of the Olympics. Who watched the Olympics? <laughs> and yeah, you enjoy watching the Olympics. And it reminded me of the relay race with the baton and they're so good at passing that baton on and I thought that is exactly what Jesus was doing right there. He shares with his disciples and he says, I'm sending Holy Spirit and he knowing very well that he was about to ascend. He ascends and he's, he's going, he's passing the baton on to you, to, to his church. He's passing the baton on. And who saw the Madison, the cycling? Wow, that was so cool. They, they sort of do that holding hand things on their, on their bikes, on their bicycles, and they give the push, you know, that, and, it, and they go flying. It's so cool. You should look it up on YouTube if, if um, you didn't see that. It's, it's amazing. And I thought, that's exactly what he was doing in sending Holy Spirit. Not only passing us, the church, the baton, but he's also going, Come on, I'm giving you the push, and we go flying ahead with Holy Spirit's empowering. Isn't that great? Jesus knew what he was doing. Holy Spirit is sent. Holy Spirit is sent. Acts chapter 2. Let's have a look at Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. There's unity, power of unity. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Come on. 
Holy Spirit came. He is here right now. He is sent to the church. He is a wonderful, wonderful gift. And if we continue reading right throughout Acts, we will also see that there are a number of times where there they are there, if you want to take a photo or make a note of it, where Holy Spirit baptizes his church, where Holy Spirit baptizes many people over and over again. Acts 2 is an unprecedented occasion. Philip and Samaria, I'm not going to read them out for, for time, but so I encourage you to. They are exciting, incredibly exciting. Peter with the Gentiles, Paul in Ephesus, and this is all taking place over, over a period of 30 years. The, they're pouring out. The baptism of the Spirit is not for a once-only time, but it is a continual. He, he wants to baptize his church afresh over and over. If you haven't been baptized in his Spirit, you need to be baptized in his Spirit. And we learn the Holy Spirit takes residence in us at salvation when we give our life to to God and say, have your way in my life. I hand over. I can't do this alone. I don't want to do this alone. I want to make you Lord of my life. We hand over our life to him. He takes residence in us at that time. But there is also a second work of grace, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, His empowering. And there is an ongoing experience, just like when I need to rise up in the morning and I say, fill me afresh, Holy Spirit. Baptize me afresh, Holy Spirit. I need you. I need you. I don't want to do today without you. Ephesians 5, 18 to 19, it talks around being continually filled. It says, don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead of getting drunk, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts. That's nice, isn't it? making music to to the Lord in your hearts. The Greek present tense that is used there indicates a continual, repeated experience for us all, not a once only. Wonderful. You know that people can be under an influence. We can all be under an influence. We can be under the influence of alcohol or drugs or a number of other things, But can I encourage us? Be under the influence of the Holy Spirit. He does us good. He encourages us. He is wonderful. I love him. Who saw the Olympics Toyota ad? I quite liked that. It was a, a moving ad with a number of characters are shown, you know, sports people, and you know, and they and they basically talk about how they could have stopped there, they could have given up, could have could have stopped there, but then they were like, "Why stop there when you can start your impossible?" And it's a moving moment. <laughs> start your impossible. Well, why stop here when we can start our impossible with baptism, the Holy Spirit? He wants to give us that push. Give us empowering. Shortly I'm going to pray for us to be baptised in Holy Spirit. There's a whole lot of benefits for us, the church. Isn't that wonderful? He wants to benefit you. He champions you. He backs you and supports you. I'm going to share a few of them, but... Like talking about his nature, we could be here for a long time, so I can't cover them all. But a few of them for us, I've already said, is that he is a wonderful gift. He is a wonderful gift. He gives power to witness. He gives power to tell others, to share him, to talk, to be. He's our personal helper. Holy Spirit is your personal helper. Holy Spirit is our advocate, championing, championing you, backing you. Holy Spirit is a comforter. He is the comforter. He's my comforter. He gives boldness and courage. He gives you boldness and courage. He gives... He, you know what? He even gives courage 
to rejoice in tough seasons. That's pretty supernatural. Courage to rejoice even through tough seasons. He preps the ground for more gifts of the Spirit, for more gifts. He preps the ground. He's the Spirit of truth, teaches and leads us into truth. He gives us counsel, our counsellor. He reveals things, including things to come. No, I went sometimes I had the thought, if I wasn't listening to him every day, if I wasn't talking with him, conversing with him, then what things am I going to miss out on that he wants to reveal for me? You know, it, the word says that there are secrets that he wants to share with us. But if I'm not listening, then I'm going to miss out. He wants to reveal those to us, his church. Holy Spirit makes things real. He brings conviction. He illuminates the Word of God. Holy Spirit fills us with joy, faith, wisdom, peace, hope. He enables us to see into the spirit realm, dreams and visions, like the dream vision that I had at the age of seven. He gives me discernment. He interprets our prayers. He breathes fresh courage. He infills with supernatural love and acceptance. He is a gift to you. He's a gift to me. Fran, I really feel that the Holy Spirit wants to encourage you this morning. He is a gift to you. And I see Him giving you a, um, a, a fresh revelation around the power on your, of your tongue. The power of your tongue when you declare the truth of Almighty God. The supernatural will take place as you release your tongue. And I can see you releasing that over your family, over other people that you've He's put on your heart. He's put the people on your heart for a reason. He's given you power to speak over their lives, even to speak over your own life. You're a powerful woman, Fran. Be encouraged. He loves you. Loves you so dearly. He loves me. He loves you. How about we stand together? I love the song. We need a fresh wind. Holy anointing, the power of your presence. Pour your spirit out. Pour your spirit out, Holy Spirit. You might like to stand, maybe you might want to lift your hands, sign of surrender to Him, sign of receiving all that He wants to endow to you right now fullness of the Spirit, a fresh wind, holy anointing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your presence right now. Thank you that you respond to our surrender. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you came to indwell us. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for all that you do. I thank you for your passion for your church. I thank you for your nearness right now. I thank you that you're in the very air that we breathe. We honour and we glorify you, Holy Spirit. Be glorified. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would baptize your church right now. For those that have never been baptized before, baptize, Holy Spirit. Release your fullness.
upon each one right now. For those who have been baptised before, release a fresh anointing right now, Holy Spirit. A fresh baptism. Pour out. Running over. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Into every dry area. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for a fullness of your baptism. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for a fresh anointing, full anointing. Thank you, God. We love you, Holy Spirit. Give us a revelation of your love right now, Holy Spirit. Your passion. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Release courage, Holy Spirit. Boldness. Thank you for your empowering for your church right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for comforting your church right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank you for heavenly language, Holy Spirit. I ask that you would release that heavenly language right now. Release that upon people's tongues right now. Release faith along with it to bypass the mind. Thank you for the supernatural. Heavenly language released. I thank you for that intimate relationship. A language for you and me, Holy Spirit. A language for your church and for you to pour out our all. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Release that right now. Thank you, God. you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for meeting with people for the very first time right now. For those online, thank you for meeting, releasing a baptism upon those online revealing yourself for the first time. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Pour out your Spirit. Pour out your Spirit. Pour out your Spirit. opportunity while we're still standing just keep your eyes closed and give privacy to the person on your left and right I want to give opportunity for you to respond to God this morning if you don't have a relationship with him or maybe you've had a relationship but you've stepped back maybe you identify with me just stepping back a bit away from Him. And maybe you want to step back into relationship with Him today. Maybe you want to step into relationship with Him for the very first time today. I want to give opportunity for you to respond. What I want you to do is give me a quick wave and I want to pray for you this morning. Is there anyone here? Just give me a quick wave. Thank you. Awesome. Wonderful. Is there anyone else? Wonderful. Awesome. Thank you. I've seen at least three hands. Is there anyone else? Wonderful. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for these ones responding to you this morning. Thank you, God. Thank you for your Holy Spirit poured out upon them right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to pray a prayer. Would you like to follow after me? Those who responded and everybody else, let's just pray together. Follow after me. God, I 
I place You as Lord of my life. Sorry for doing things my own way. Jesus, thank You for dying for my sins. I'm thankful that You rose from the dead and conquered sin and death. Give me strength to live to honour You. Encouraged to be Your witness. I receive Your grace and love. I receive You, Holy Spirit. I thank You for Your nearness. Thank You, Lord. I love You, Lord. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. How about you give these ones that responded a great big hand. Let's give Pastor Jan a hand. Great message. Fantastic. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being with us online. It always amazes me that the same Holy Spirit in this room is in the room with you. That is awesome, isn't it? Fantastic. Just a few notices, and then we will play that at the end. Thank you, team. So if we can be ready, fresh wind of the Holy Spirit, that'd be great. Thank you so much, church, for your giving. We really appreciate you giving it. It enables us to bring more of heaven to earth. And uh, that's a good thing to do. So the giving stations are in the foyer for you. Please, if you'd like prayer, the prayer team will be here. Come at the end of the gathering and they'll be ready to pray for you. And tonight we have Pastor Sheridan with us at 6 p.m. So come and be part of that. That would be awesome. Also, the prayer team, after you've finished praying, um, there's going to be a training session for you in the